0: Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rackin' Auditorium is made possible by... Lord Bloodraw's Patreon supporters. Lord Bloodraw keeps the love of vintage horror and science fiction alive with three weekly shows. The Nerve Rackin' Auditorium, Lord Bloodraw's Nerve Rackin' Theater, the long-running syndicated TV series presenting horror and science fiction feature films, and the Patreon-exclusive series Lord Bloodraw's Cathode Zone presenting episodes of classic genre TV shows. For more info and to see the premiere episode of Lord Bloodraw's Cathode Zone, go to patreon.com/lordbloodraw. Ah, I'm so glad you're here. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord Bloodraw. I host horror and science fiction films on my TV series, Lord Blood Draws Nerve Rack and Theater. But here, in this cool, intimate darkness, I'll be presenting tales of horror and the uncanny solely for you alone. In this auditorium within your mind, you will coalesce the settings and the players from the ether of your imagination. Your terror Will be your own creation. This is the sorcery of sound, the subtle magic of old time radio horror. your eyes at the door. You will not need them. This is Lord Bloodraw's nerve wracking Auditorium. When the modern and the ancient collide, the results can be devastating, often for those who adhere to the ancient ways, ancient beliefs. But sometimes, when the ancient ways are disrespected, blasphemed against, Through modern arrogance and ignorance, a price must be paid, and the cost can be heavy. Here, then, is the cautionary tale, The Devil Mask, from The Witch's Tale.
1: of the eerie. Weird, blood-chilling tales told by old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, her wise black cat. They are waiting, waiting for you. Now. Hear
2: that chanting them savage drums? With them, it begins our story of the devil
3: mask. <laughs> the devil mask. <laughs> Eight o'clock. The stones have been going for a sunny day now.
2: Huh? You'll probably hear them until well past midnight. <laughs>
3: Our wages, the drummer and will have aching wrists tomorrow and the singers won't be able to speak above a whisper. On the contrary,
2: they'll all feel wonderfully refreshed.
3: A, rather a nice compliment there to pay you and Alec was their chanting and their drumming. Yes. Gadeo, the witch doctor's son, told me all about it in his funny pigeon English.
2: I had already told you.
3: Well, you simply said they were holding a religious ceremony to pray that you and Alec have a safe journey back to civilization. Gadeo's version was far more dramatic. He said this jamboree was to propitiate. Ate the devil so they wouldn't harm. Him.
2: That's why Monpol, his father, came here to the bungalow a while ago and muttered magic words about each piece of our baggage to drive away the devil. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that mask he had on certainly ought to frighten them away.
2: It's a sacred devil mask, One especially for this sort of ritual. Rum
3: mm, looking object.
2: Yes. <laughs> Instead of taking measures to protect us, they think they're doing. They should pray to all their gods that we never leave the jungle alive. Oh,
3: why, Phyllis? They owe you gratitude. You tells me that.
2: Oh, I've tried to treat them decently. Mm.
3: You mean that Alex.
2: No, no. He's treated them well, too, except when he's been drinking. Phyllis! Phyllis! <laughs> <Dennis! laughs> Alex, awake. Phyllis, where the devil are you? I'm coming, Alex. Oh, right, you're outside.
1: Stay where you are, I'll come to you. Well, you Lieutenant Lawrence being romantic in the
2: moonlight? We've been talking, Alec, and listening to the chanting.
1: Well, that blasted noise woke me up. Where's my whip? I'll soon make a beggar stop.
2: No, no, you can't interfere with them. Alec, that ceremony is for us. Huh? Oh, yes.
3: Yeah. So you told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monpo, is driving devils out of the way, so I'll get to England safely. Nice of him after all that kicks I've landed on where he should wear pants. <laughs> He's got a first-class Christian spirit. Don't you think so, Holland? Yes. He finds it easier to return good for evil than I ever shall. Oh, I wouldn't say that. You've got a first-class Christian spirit, too. <laughs> Why, you, you even come and pay me a visit after I married a woman you was once engaged. Alec, Don't worry, Phyllis. I ain't gonna quarrel with your ex-lover. See here, Ampton. I don't propose to Hey, don't get mad. I ain't mad. I I'd like to have you around, Lieutenant. <laughs> so you can enjoy watching my happy marriage life. Alex,
2: go back to bed, please. All
1: right, all right. I'll leave you two alone again.
2: Please. Here, I'll help
1: you. I don't need any help. What I need is another bottle of whiskey. No. Yeah. You don't want me to stop those in the village from making a noise, so I gotta drink enough not to hear them. I got a bottle in the cupboard here.
2: All right. Get it if you must. Of course,
1: I'll
3: get it.
2: Hey. What's the matter? A bubble I had in here is gone. You must have taken it then.
3: No. I put an extra bubble here special.
1: Soon as I'll have it when I'm in an army.
2: Who stole it? No one, Alex. Not a soul has been in this room since you fell asleep. Except Lieutenant Lawrence, Monco and I. Monco?
3: Then he took it. I'll teach that demon witch doctor to steal my whiskey.
2: Alex, put down that pistol. Come back.
3: Take
2: your hands off him. Harlan, help me. Harlan. Now you keep out hey, of
3: this, Lawrence.
2: Let hey. me go. Drop
3: that pistol, Alex.
2: Stop. You're breaking my arm.
3: Drop that pistol. <laughs> I've dropped it. Take your hands off me. a
2: Phyllis. I, I have it. Lead him to the bed. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh,
3: yes, I do. I'm going to kill that
2: thief, Monpo. He's not a thief. He was never near that cupboard. He only came into the house to perform his magic on our luggage. To do us a favor, he thief. That
3: rotten blighter has my whiskey. Monpo stole my whiskey. Please, we'd better go away. and will soon go back to sleep. Yes, he's... He's falling asleep now. Come
2: on. All right.
3: I'll kill the
2: even Elijah. Taylor, you keep his pistol. I don't want him to have it handy if he wakes up again. He's liable to do anything.
3: Oh, God. To think you're married to that swine. To think you love him.
2: Harlan, I'm going to tell you the truth. Truth? About Alex and um, me. What do you mean? Let's go outside again. Please open the door. Certainly. When I said I married Alice because I loved him, I lied. Alice. I mean to go on lying. But after all, I owe you the truth. Oh, why? You know it? that my father died of fever six months after we arrived here. Yes. That was when my letters to you stopped. The day before he died, a missionary came here. He was from the coast and on his way to the interior. Father knew that he had but a few hours to live. When the missionary left, I'd be alone with Alice. The only other man in 50 miles of jungle. Mm. And if he not tried to make love to me, he'd heavily then. Well, he suggested to Father that if he didn't have the mission, missionary, Marriott. <sighs> I. I believe you'll understand. The filthy, beastly swine. Yeah, Please. Nothing we can say or do will change it. it, it we was... can change the future. Oh, we will. Oh,
3: my darling. You still love me. You'll get a divorce and then... There can be no
2: divorce. Yes. You
3: mean you'll stay with this... this
2: brute? He isn't a brute. He's a weak, spoiled, selfish child. He must have his own way no matter how he gets it. No matter who it harms. I'm his wife and I must take care of him and keep him out of trouble as long as we both live. You're not thinking reasonably. You've got to listen to me and... Everything you could say I've already said to myself. Now, we'll never make this again. You've already arranged to return to England with Alec and me, so that can't be changed. But after we reach there, we must never see each other again. I want you to promise me that, Harlan. No. If you
3: must take care of the swine you call a weak child, then I must look after you until he dies or sends you to your grave. Harlan, how can you have sympathy for such a beast or consider it your duty to sacrifice our lives for oh, his? Can't you understand? No, I can't. No more than I can understand why those out there should repay his kicks with prayers that he was safe from devils. I can't understand why any rotter should get better than he merits. And I don't believe God permits such blind injustice for long.
2: Harlan, what's
3: it that? It sounded like the back door.
2: Alex, the He's gone out.
3: Oh, what if he has?
2: Yes. he goes across the compound towards the native village. And he has a gun. A gun? I have his pistol. He's taken his rifle. We will stop him. But why? Come on, quick. He thinks Montel's so loud risky, And if he reaches the village before we can stop him... oh, you don't think he, he is liable to do anything. Oh, he's disappeared among the houses. Doctor, when he's wearing the sacred devil mask, the honor bless you. Oh! A rifle. The of have <laughs> I'll teach you that on my liquor. Alice. Look. By that fire. Monpo. Lying on the ground. I said I'd kill that dirty thief. Good tale. Cateo,
1: your father isn't badly hurt. He isn't...
2: Look
1: for yourself, right, oh, oh, Missy. have a hole in his mask that's battered with blood. Shot between the eyes. Yes. My father, Monpo, die as he have on the secret mask. Oh, Cateo, I... know that you do not wish him die, right, Missy. But for both who did...
2: I'm out Come down. Come down. my husband didn't know what he was doing. He behind me. i closing around.
3: Keep away from me. I'll shoot the first who takes another step. You keep back, Gideo, or I'll kill you like I did your feet. Another of you.
1: No, my father's people. It is the dead who pay you for what you do tonight. The dead? You have killed a priest did drive drives a devil from your path. Now his soul will drive those devils on you.
3: <laughs> yes, Tommy.
1: When the sun rise in the morning, you will laugh no more. For you will own my father's devil mask. I own the devil mask? Will his blood under all your bullet make when you kill him? You take his life. He gives to you his mask. Come I'll party people no more closing away. You're free to leave here now. When the sun you will own the devil mask. And it will never leave you. Come down.
3: It's really morning. Won't you lie down now and get a little rest? Don't ask me again. You know I can't. In a few hours, we'll be starting through the jungle for the coast.
2: You can't stand the trip without rest. Here I can watch that village.
3: Oh, if they meant to attack this bungalow, they'd have done it hours ago. I'm convinced that Gadeo wasn't attempting any trick. It really means to leave his vengeance to the dead.
2: His people believe the dead have much more power than the living. <laughs> I still can't understand the things he said about that devil mask. Uh, Some other savage superstition, I suppose. I've been in Africa too long to despise what whites call just savage superstition.
3: But you don't think that 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 dead man's mask is going to harm him, do
1: you?
2: I don't know. The deo said Alec would own the mask by sunrise. Since we left the village, those drums have never ceased.
3: They're making magic there. If the mask or anything else gets into this bungalow, it'll have to come by magic. Every door and window in the place is locked but this one. And we've sat behind a screen all night. I'm sorry, I can't believe anything will pay that rotter his just desserts. Harlan. He's even safe here from the law. Looks as though I was wrong last night. And I told you God wouldn't long for injustice. Ah! Alex! <laughs> I must be having a nightmare.
2: Come with me, quick. <laughs> That thing is crying at me. A devil, not. How did it get here? Look out of that window, Harlan. No. The sun's rising. <laughs>
3: tramping through this rotten jungle all day, I'd like to sit quiet in my tent tonight and have a drink in peace. Will you two please stop talking about this crazy mask? Not until you do as your wife asks, Ransom, and get rid of the thing. Why in heaven's name did you bring it with you? When you first saw it on your bed this morning, you were more afraid of it than Phyllis is. I was merely startled. When I saw how frightened you two were, I made up my mind to keep it and prove what fools you are. There's
2: no use arguing with him further, Harlan. It only makes me more stubborn.
3: I'm stubborn because I won't give in to savage superstition. And I let Gideo and the rest know they weren't going to scare me with their mumbo-jumbo. You heard me when they all came sneaking around to watch us leave. (laughs) I thanked them for their funny devil mask and said I'd keep it to remember them by. Yes.
2: And the they repeat repeater that you'll keep it until the day you die.
3: Then yeah, I'll have it for a long while, and it won't hurt me in the meantime. I wouldn't be too sure of that. It wasn't presented to you as a love token, and it came to you somehow through locked doors and solid walls. So you and Phyllis say... Because we know. Don't think for a minute I care what happens to you. But your wife's terrified of that mask. The least you can do is to humor her fears. If you must know I'm keeping it, because I like to see you bother uh, I guess that leaves nothing more to be said, Phyllis. I hope not. Then I can have a quiet drink. <laughs> Trying to scare me with an ugly wooden face that has shells for eyes and bits of filed off leaden brass for teeth. Yeah, and a bullet hole between the eyes. <laughs> it was about this time last night I put it there. I have a drink to celebrate. Let's get out of here, Phyllis. That's where we won't have to breathe the same air as that. Oh. <laughs> I thought that would shocked your tender sensibilities. Both of you, and leave me alone. Tell my wife what a cad I am and how much better off she'd be with you. It won't do you any good, but she won't leave me. Get out.
2: You slut! Don't hurt him. Ah. Come. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Come back. Where are those
3: drums sounding? H <laughs> yes. We're miles away from any village. Who's drumming in this jungle? I don't hear any drums. Neither do I. Well, what's the matter with your ears?
2: They get in louder every second. There isn't a sound outside. There's drums, I tell you. And voices chanting. Like there was last night. They're coming after me. You can't hear drums or chanting. No,
3: there's none to hear. You're lying to me. Now they're just outside. They're all around this tent. Where's my gun? They won't get me without a
2: fight. Don't let him touch that rifle, Harry. Well, I'm got to... The fool's mad. Let me go. Let me go. Look at the mark. The mark? Blood on
3: it. Let the world blood first. Fresh blood. Oh, you're seeing and hearing things that don't exist. You're lying to me. Lying. Thumbs are beating all around me. Blood Horns and horrible. <laughs> It's beating all around me, and they never stop. I know, I just imagine drums. There's no blood on that mask. But I see blood. And I hear
2: drums. That old mask keeps crying at me. It whispers on the dead man's voice. And soon I'll die. It's going to kill me. Oh, no, no, no! Oh, no, no,
3: no. How long has your husband been like this, Mrs. Ransom?
2: It began three weeks ago, Doctor, in the jungle. He didn't talk as you've just heard him do at first. That began after we came aboard the ship.
3: Now he keeps it up at intervals night and day. Hmm. And you say this fixation concerning drums and blood is in some way connected with that African witch mask at his bedside, right. Doctor? Then why haven't you removed it? You try removing that mask of his bedside, Doctor. Oh, I mean to.
2: Wait. Be quiet now. The usual move that he's closed off. Move very quietly so that he can't possibly hear you. Why?
3: If you do as we ask, it will save much explanation. Hmm. Very well. Oh no, no, don't touch that mask. Bring it back. If you take it away, well, I can't see it, Grimm. I won't know what it's planning. I won't know when it's going to kill me. Here, here. Here's your mask, man. Take it and get back to bed. <laughs> you won't take it away again. Oh, you won't. No, 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 no. Get back in bed. No. You see why we haven't removed the mask, Doctor. How he know? I guess nothing.
2: His eyes were tightly closed. I didn't make a sound. He oh, just knows, Doctor. That's all. Jones. Jones keep beating on He's forgiven again. That
3: mask must be removed without his knowledge. Yes, but how? When you called at my quarters and think what sort of a case this was, I prepared this hypodermic in advance. Now, you hold him tightly, Lieutenant, while I jab the needle in his arm. Oh. Oh, let me
2: go! What
3: are you going to do with me? Oh, my arm! Quiet, man, quiet! Oh, my God, you're going to make me sleep while you take away the mouse Don't do it! If you do, I'll die! Oh. No, 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 no! Please, no! I gave him a double dose. It's hitting him quick.
2: No, 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 no! no,
3: Now, take that ugly your mask and throw it through the porthole. There. It's in the sea. He should sleep for 48 hours and wake up cured.
2: Harlan, the mask has popped up to the surface. It seems to be grinning at us. Philip, the ship should be leaving it behind.
3: But it seems to be traveling along it
2: outside. As so it was following. You, you don't think? To. The tail said Alec would own it until the day he died.
3: it hurts me to thank you for anything, Harlan. I'm forced to admit that you probably saved my life by throwing that rotten mask overboard. I'm not at all proud of saving your life, Rancid. Too bad I didn't go crazy or blow out my brains when those drums were throbbing in my head all day and night. Then you'd have won my wife, perhaps. Suppose we don't discuss it. I've called at your hotel tonight to bid Phyllis goodbye. May I see her now? Did you say goodbye? She made me promise that after we reached England I'd never see her again. I shipped out this morning and you rushed her away. I'm keeping my promise after the night. Well, that's simply fine. She'll be here in a moment. Ah, knowing I won't see you anymore, adds extra delight to being home again. Ah, England. After three years in the bush, first-class whiskey instead of African trade slush, and feast your eyes on that roaring fire in the grate. No open fireplaces in Tanganyika. And here there are no savage superstitions that a clever chap like you can use to drive another mad. What do you mean? I've got that mask business figured out. You seized upon Gadeo's crazy threat that night as a means to drive me mad or kill me. You brought the mask into the house and put it at my bedside. It was your constant suggestion that made me hear those drums and see that blood. Ah, you're talking like a lunatic. Oh, no. I'm talking like a sane man now because I'm safe in sober England where nothing in the world can frighten me. My wife can get along without your goodbye, Lieutenant. You're getting out of here now. No, I'm not. Get out, I say. Get out. Alex. Phyllis. You're just in time, my dear, to see your lover leave here. I'm putting him out. No. You can't put you this. a pistol can. You're looking at my wife for the last time until the day I die. And that will be for a long, long time. Now, there's the door. Get out. You have me at a disadvantage. Goodbye, Phyllis. That's enough. Get out.
2: Come. Holmes. Holmes. What? What? I hear drums again. Drums coming closer. Drums isn't it? No. No, the mask is gone. It's at the bottom of the sea. The
3: mask can't find me here. What's that? Who's that door? Oh, look at Mr. Ransom, sir. Well, what? Who, who, who are you? Oh, I was your room the steward on the ship, sir? Oh, think the lady there recognized me? Yes, sir. But right. why... What do you want me here? Oh, i come to of property of yours. What was fished up from the dock this afternoon? I remember seeing it in your cabin when you were so terrible as sick about two weeks back, sir. No, What's wrapped in that baby you carry? It? What are you bringing to me? Why, oh, yes. Oh, just... yes, sir. Come oh, on, oh, the, marsh. the marsh. I knew it when I got those drums, and now they're throbbing my head once more. But it's not going to turn my mind again. I'll destroy it now, for good and all. Ah, you're suddenly in the fire. Yes. <laughs> Water brought it back to me, but nothing can return from fire. It's flame from which all devils come, and back to flames they go. <laughs> I'll beat your
2: rotten witchcraft now. i shot. It comes from that mask. In the fire. There's a bullet hole in Alex's head. Between his eyes. He's, he's, he's Oh! Pull that mask in the flames. Quick. Yes, all right, sir. How
3: could with the tongs. Let me put out the fight.
2: Why take it from the fire?
3: To save the rest of our lives. Look! Look where the fire eating away the wood. The metal teeth of the mark? Our old rifle cartridges with the bullets files of slugs. And when the fire got the mark,
2: one popped right off. Then. Then Alec was killed by natural means. And all the other things were coincidence, imagination.
3: I wonder. What you
2: What do you think? you're yeah, right about that. <laughs> After the husband's funeral, them lovers went right out and got a marriage license. <laughs> Good old devil mask.
0: <laughs> All perfectly explainable. There was no curse. The mask wasn't following Alec, wasn't hounding him. It certainly didn't kill him willingly. He just happened to throw the mask in the fire at the precise angle so that one of the bullets in the teeth of the mask caught Alec right between the eyes. Just as Alec had shot the witch doctor right between the eyes. Perfectly explainable. Believe that. You'll sleep better at night. Thank you for joining me in the Nerve Racken Auditorium, and I hope you'll come again. But now it's time for you to rejoin the, uh, real world. I am Lord Bloodraw, and I'll be waiting here for you in the shadows of your mind until the next time you. Seek the darkness. Good night. Welcome to Planet 8. Every two weeks, the crew at Planet 8 Podcast explores the many worlds of science fiction, fantasy, superheroes, monsters, and more. We cover the latest movies and TV shows, as well as old favorites too. Yeah, like Planet of the Apes. It's a manhouse! A manhouse! Hey guys, don't forget Star Trek. Fascinating. Or classic monsters like King Kong, Creature from the Black Lagoon, or Godzilla.
2: If it's nerdy or geeky, we'll probably be talking about it.
0: So why don't you tune in and check us out. You can find us on iTunes or other fine podcast providers.
2: Come join the conversation at our website, planet
0: You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. This is Planet 8 Podcast, signing off. End transmission.